What's going on, folks? This is Justin Phillips with JRP Daily, which is what you're listening to right now. If you enjoy this episode or any of the episodes, please don't forget at some point in time to hit the subscribe button on the podcast and also check out the YouTube channel, which is Justin RP, where we share very, very similar content, but not all of the content is on like both platforms. So make sure you subscribe to both. And today I'm going to talk about money. I'm going to talk about something that's been bugging me for a really long time because that's essentially what I do on this podcast. So let me play the intro music for you, get you warmed up, and then we'll get into that. Okay, here we go. We're talking money. It's like Financial Friday, except it's not Friday. Maybe it's Friday for you. I don't know. That's the beauty of podcasting. You can listen to these whenever you want. So if you want to have a Financial Friday, then just wait for a Friday to listen to this. But I'd recommend you just keep listening to it right now. Okay, a very popular topic among the personal finance blogs that you read on the internet and just the general knowledge you get from maybe your personal finance 101 course in college or even just your parents or people telling you is that saving money is a great idea. And the point of this episode is not going to be to debunk that, but a very common misconception that I think floats around in bunches of people's heads is that you can save your way to wealth or save your way to where you want to be. And that's simply just not true. You cannot save your way to being wealthy. Okay. Saving money doesn't work that way. Again, not saying it's a bad idea to save money, but I'm saying that if you actually want to have financial security, you actually want to retire at a young age or a decent age, we'll call it, then you need to do more than save your money. Saving your money won't get you there, right? Uh, Ordering water at the restaurant instead of soda or, you know, making coffee at home instead of getting it at Dunkin', that saves you money or Starbucks or wherever. That saves you money. But doing those things in and of themselves is not going to make you rich. That is the cold, hard, but simple truth is that you're not going to get rich by doing that. What you need to do instead, and what you need to do instead is invest your money. You need to learn how money works. You need to do all that stuff. And I'm not going to sit here and ramble on about that forever because that's, again, basic knowledge that most people expect and most people give as they say invest your money so on and so forth but I want to explain that a little bit okay there are basically one of two ways that people live their lives they either live their life working for their money or they live their life with their money working for them now obviously you have to start by working for your money and everybody gets a job at some point or another in their life okay most people get a job at some point or another in their life and then they get some money but Certain people make that money work for them and other people just continue to work for their money while they spend it and spend it and spend it. And whether you're spending it outrageously and vigorously or whether you're spending it very conservatively, either way you are spending your money and then working for more. If you're not having your money work for you, you are not going to accumulate the wealth that you see these big name, big rich top 1% people getting because you need to learn how to create it. If you want to really be wealthy, it's about creating value and in turn creating money for yourself. That's the way that it works. Again, you just you can't save your way to that. If you're making so much, I, I say all the time, I've said it before and I'll say it again, your income, de- well, your income does determine your wealth, but your paycheck, the paycheck you get from your job, okay, let's assume that you work a, just a job, 
you know, any job, you're not running your own business, anything like that. Let's just assume that you're working a job because we've probably anybody listening to this has done that or is doing that. So you're working that job. How much is on that paycheck does not determine your wealth. Okay. If you go to any given retail store, it's more than possible that you're going to find cashiers in that store that are wealthier than middle and upper management, just because maybe middle and upper management does not handle their money very well. And while the cashiers make a lot less per hour, per week, per year, whatever you want to call it, they probably, I mean, it's possible for them to be smarter with their money. It's possible for them to put it in places where it will grow and compound interest really does its part and stuff of that nature. But another point I want to hit on with this saving won't make you rich thing is that a lot of people with penny-pinching mindsets keep themselves out of really being able to find a way to make money because they put so much focus into saving 60 cents or saving two bucks or whatever it might be that they it's if if you traded off that money for the for the focus and the ability to create more then you'd be better off i mean that's just that's just the way i look at it and the way that probably a lot of people with money look at it is that once you start learning how to uh, how these trade offs work, I, take this example. I follow a lot of people on the internet that have tons of money. You know, real estate experts, uh, software design experts, supplement company expert, like all of these people. And I can tell you right now that just about all of them are spending millions of dollars a year on ad- on Facebook advertising. I know tons of people that I've seen them. I've seen them advertise how much they're spending on advertising, right? So spending isn't the problem. It's a matter of whether you're, you're just carelessly spending or whether you're investing because $2 million in Facebook ads can reap quite the reward. And you're always going to be better off spending $2 million in Facebook ads if those Facebook ads bring you $4 million worth of customers, I always say if you had a machine, right, that every time you had like, you had this machine that you put money into and every time you put a dollar in, it shoots $2 out. Or any time you put any value of dollar bill in, it shoots double the amount out. So like a 10 turns into a 20 and a 20 turns into two 20s, 100 turns into 200s, whatever. If you had that machine, you wouldn't think, oh, I'd, I'm, I'd rather not put my money into this machine because I'd rather, I'd rather keep that money in my wallet. I'd rather hold on. But it doesn't matter how much you have. If you, put, if you, if you have $1 to your name and you have this machine that doubles your money, you're going to put $1 into that machine. If you have $10,000 to your name and you have that machine that does that with your money, it's going, you're going to put $10,000. If you have $10 million, if you have $100 million, if you have a billion dollars to your name and this machine doubles everything you put into it, you're going to put all billion dollars into that machine. Now, the only real difference between that and just investing your money is that the investing does not guarantee you anything. Okay, it's not set in stone and you are you do have to let go of your money. But when, you, when it comes to investing, when it comes to doing stuff like that, that's not the time to try to be saving your money. It's a good habit to have. Okay, I'm not arguing with anybody that wants to save an extra dollar or two by ordering that water instead of that soda at the restaurant, right? Which this is, that's kind of a weird example too, because at the store, it's the opposite. If you get soda, it's true. Anyway, if, if 
you know what I mean, right? Doing this instead of that, buying buying the off-brand Pop-Tart instead of the, the Kellogg's brand Pop-Tart, whatever it might be, you know, and saving yourself maybe 70 bucks a year, 100 bucks a year. But in reality, that extra $100 a year, $70 a year, I know a lot of people with these penny-pinching mindsets, they say, you know, well, it's better than nothing. Yeah, it is. But $100 over the course of a year invested into a decent stock can easily just can turn into more and then you can reinvest, right? And that and that's just stocks. And stocks are not the only place you could invest your money into. You could invest your money into businesses. You could invest your money into the stock market, into real estate, into lots and lots of different things, into yourself, into your own knowledge, into your education, whatever it is. You can invest your money into a lot of different places. It's an investment if you hire an employee, Right, if you have a business or you're trying to start a business and you hire someone to work for you that can pump out content that's making you, I don't know, ten thousand dollars for every like one thousand dollars that you give them, right? Like these people with the Facebook ads. They're spending two million dollars on Facebook ads. They're probably spending umpteen amount of dollars to hire someone to run those Facebook ad campaigns for them, but they're getting more back in return. Building wealth is about using your money to create more money. It's not about trying to hold on to as much of it as possible and keep trying to do that, okay? It's not, you're not trying to like fill up the tank. And there's there's not going to be a limit either, which is another thing. Everybody thinks that once they get to a certain dollar amount, they're going to be happier. They're going to be more satisfied, whatever, you know? They try to save up to $1,000 and then $10,000 and then $100,000 and then a million, whatever it is. But you can really time crunch if you actually spend a little bit more money and time on learning how the markets work or how your business works or whatever. If you spend that time and attention on that, then you'll probably see the return come tenfold. You'll just be you'll just be living the same life except you'll be living with bigger numbers. Okay, people that are cutting coupons and trying to make their savings account their retirement are usually the ones that are behind in the game. The people that are ahead in the game are the people that are finding their own services, their own businesses to start and to provide to people. The people that are actually utilizing their 401ks and other types of investment accounts. Those are the people that tend to be getting ahead in life. Financially, anyway. So that was that's my two cents on the whole thing or my $200 since I'm one of these uh, big numbers people. And also keep in mind, at the end of all of this, is just the penny-pinching mindset also leads to a lot of stress. It leads to a lot of types of anxiety, depression, all these other mental tolls it's going to have on you because you could save up 100 bucks over the course of a year, and when you get a medical bill for $500, $1,000, $3,000, $10,000, that 100 bucks you saved over the course of buying the waters instead of the sodas is not going to help you at all. And then you're going to stress out and the more the more you stress out the less you're going to be able to focus on being productive and actually creating the wealth that you want and you probably deserve. So just keep that in mind at the end of the day. Nobody's ever gotten rich by saving their money. But saving your money is still a good idea. Just just don't expect to become the next richest man in the world doing so. 